How you doing, Rock Family? How you doing, Rock Family? Pastor Miles here. Another great Sunday. I pray that you have been walking with us through this series. I know it's long, but I hope it's good. The Word of God is always good. We are learning how to be difference makers, disciples that make a difference. Not just Christians who learn information, but disciples that are building the kingdom of God. So God bless you. If you're new, text new to 52525 and we'll get all resources to you. Uh, but we are ready to go. We got, a, we got a great word for you today. As usual, of course, I think that. But um, not because I'm giving it, because God gave it. And I'm excited about it. So let's get on our knees and pray. Every week we do this. And I, if you're laying in your bed, sitting on your couch, and you're comfortable, let's get a little uncomfortable. And get on your knees. Come on now. Come on now. Get on your knees. I'm waiting. Still waiting. All right. All right. You're going to be like that. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Lord, I pray that you reveal your word to us today. I pray you help us to understand how you communicate to us. How you guide and direct us. I pray you bless this word you have for all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, get your Bibles out, get your Bibles out. On the count of three, say word, one, two, three, word, 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 word. Listen, let's turn to 2 Timothy, all the way in the back, 2 Timothy chapter 3. Capitulo 3. Chapter 3, chapter 3, 2 Timothy chapter 3. I have a question for you. I want you to think about this question. Think, 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 think. And how you answer this question and how we answer this question could change the way you hear God and understand his communication to you. If I was to ask you, what is the word of God? What would you say? What is the word of God? Now, some of you may say, well, it's the Bible. And that's it. It's the Bible. And I would tell you that it's more than that. Woo! Don't, 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 don't turn the computer off. Don't, don't, go to, don't go to Instagram. Stay with me now. I would tell you that the word of God is how God communicates to you. And he can communicate to you in addition to the words on the paper in this book. Now, he won't communicate to you inconsistent with the words on the paper in this book. But he can communicate to you other than the words on the paper in this book. So when you think the word of God, because this is going to be very, very important as you think about the word of God and how it comes to you. Is that, that you have a bigger view of it than just reading a scripture on a page. And again, God cannot lie and God cannot be inconsistent. So however he communicates to you, it will never be inconsistent with the word of God as we know as the Bible. But he's going to communicate to you in several ways. Now, if you're going to be a difference maker, you are going to have to be in tune with the word of God. You need to be in tune 
with how God and what God is communicating to you. Because how are you going to make a difference in the kingdom? How are you going to understand the principles of the kingdom? What he wants you to do in the kingdom? How he wants you to do it? When he wants you to do it? How are you going to understand that if you don't understand how he communicates to you? Because there are going to be things he wants you to do in real time. As you are having a conversation and he wants to communicate to you in real time. And if you think that you have to find a verse in the physical Bible in that moment, you won't be able to do it. So God has to be able to communicate to you in all the ways he communicates for you to build his kingdom. So a difference maker must be guided by the word of God. Now, if you're going to be a difference maker, we talked about three things that we've been saying every week. Three very important components of being a difference maker. Number one, are you leveraging your gifts to do ministry that expands the kingdom of God? Three words, ministry, mentor, multiply. You should have this memorized. Ministry, mentor, multiply. I'm going to say it one more time. Ministry, mentor, multiply. Are you doing ministry yourself? If you're going to make a difference, to use your gifts to do ministry that expands the kingdom of God. We've had several messages where we've talked about spiritual gifts that you can text Gifts test to 52525 and learn your spiritual gifts. Don't try to do ministry outside your gifts. Don't try to do ministry outside being empowered by the Holy Spirit. Jesus told the disciples, don't do anything until I send the Holy Spirit, Acts 1.8. And you shall receive power when the Spirit comes on you. And then you can do ministry. Then you can be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and ends of the earth. So don't do it. Don't waste your time and get yourself in trouble by trying to do stuff without the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. So number one, are you using your gifts to do ministry? Number two, are you mentoring or equipping someone else to expand the kingdom of God? Are you investing your life? into someone else. And number three, are you multiplying or sending them out to expand the kingdom of God? Three things. So what is the word of God? Three ways, three ways God communicates. And by the way, God communicates in more ways than this. Number one, the written word. The written word. That's what we have here. The scriptures. Okay. 2 Timothy 3.16. Here's what it says. All scripture Old Testament and New Testament is given by inspiration of God and profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness that the man or woman of God may be complete and thoroughly equipped for every what? Good work. God's descriptions are going to encourage me to do every good work. Yes and amen. God's word is going to equip me and strengthen me, equip me, encourage me, teach me, guide me to and, and, and make me thoroughly equipped for every good work, 100%. But then there's the living word. The living word. John 1, 1 to 2. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He, Jesus, was in the beginning with God. And by the way, John 1, 14 says, and then the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus, you got the living word. You got the living word. He's alive. That's so awesome. They said, Jesus, what is truth? He says, I am true. I am true. Me and the word are so one. And by the way, when I take another step further. When Jesus died and went to, went to the Father, he sent the Holy Spirit. And we're going to see in a minute that the Holy Spirit is the living word that lives inside of you. And it reminds you of everything Jesus said. We'll get to that in a minute. And then you have the revealed word. Romans chapter 1, verse 19 to 20. Because what may be known of God 
is manifest in them for God has shown it to them. In other words, God, God gave you the ability to understand his word and it said, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead so that people are without excuse. Here's the awesome thing. I don't know if you ever watched Discovery Channel, Animal Planet. Awesome. Science, people claim science is against God or proves God doesn't exist. Uh-uh, opposite. That, what we just read is that the invisible attributes of God are seen in what he made. In other words, God shows you and communicates to us his creativity by what he made. His power by what he made. His intelligence by what he made. His ability to organize and strategize by what he made. In other words, the heavens and the earth, summer, spring, winter, fall come on clockwork. Sun goes up, sun goes down like clockwork. Snow, rain, heat like clockwork. The tide goes out, the tide comes in like clockwork. Animals mate, hibernate, go and, and, and migrate like clockwork. How is all that? And by the way, I haven't even, that's, I'm not even touching the surface. Not even touching the surface. The, the different kinds of grass that grows in the summer and then it goes brown in the winter and then it, then it dies and then it comes back. And the flowers that die <clears throat> and have seasons and all the coordination. How plants breathe out what we breathe in. And the plants breathe in what we breathe out. How is that coordinated? How is that coordinated? All the fruits and vegetables happen to, by the way, a seed will convert dirt and water into a, a plant that grows fruits and vegetables that have the nutrients that we need to stay alive. How is that coordinated? So when you study what God made, it makes you go, huh, somebody really smart, really coordinated, really strong, really powerful. God communicates to us. How many, how many stories have, has Jesus used illustrations to compare the kingdom to something in nature, like the faith of a mustard seed? Is that an accident? Oh, no. God communicates in all those ways. So why is this important? Because if you are going to be a kingdom, build a kingdom, make a difference in the kingdom, you have to understand all the way God communicates. Why? Because those are the stories that you can tell to help people understand the principles of the kingdom. Your everyday life. So three things, three ways Jesus did it and three ways we could do it. Number one, like Jesus, we minister by declaring the word of God. Speak the word of God. You cannot speak the word of God unless you know the word of God, unless you memorize, unless you read it, unless you study it. Adam and Eve, the devil came to Eve and said, hey, what did God say? She didn't have a book. She spoke to God. What did God say? And she didn't get it completely right. And he told her something else, a counterfeit. And because she didn't understand what God and remember what God said and didn't believe what God said, she sinned. I wonder how many times if you just did what God said, you'd be good. Look what Jesus did. He declared the word over his life. He said, when he was in the synagogue, he said he handed, he was handed the book the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, the spirit 
of the Lord is upon me. He is going to declare the word of God over his life. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. This is Jesus talking about himself, but he's declaring the word of God written long before he was born. He's declaring over his life. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book, gave it back to the attendant, and, and the eyes of all of them were on him. And he began to say to them, today, this is fulfilled in your hearing. That's me. I wonder if you declare the word of God over your life. A kingdom warrior, someone who is going to make a difference. If you're going to be a difference maker, you're going to be a kingdom warrior because you are expanding the kingdom of God. And if you're going to make a difference, you need to understand what the word of God says about you. That you are forgiven, that you are loved, that you are anointed, that you are called, that you are protected, that God has a destiny, you have an inheritance, that he is for you and no one can be against you. What does the word say about you, that you are his workmanship, creating Christ Jesus to do good works, that God prepared before the heavens and the earth, that he has plans for you, not plans of evil, but not to harm you, but to give you a future and a hope. This is what the word says about you. And if you don't know that the devil will put garbage in your head... Jesus said, this is what I am here for, to preach liberty to those who are captive, to set captives free, to preach the gospel to those who are oppressed. So you have to do ministry according to what the Bible says about your life. Number two, like Jesus, we mentor others by pointing them to the word. Mark chapter 12, verse 24 to 27. Jesus said, are you not therefore mistaken? Now, this, this, this story is a trip because the Sadducees were these re religious zealots who did not believe in the resurrection. And they came to Jesus to ask him a question about the resurrection because they thought the resurrection didn't happen. And they are trying to prove that the resurrection didn't happen by saying, if a guy marries three people, or a lady marries three people and the three guys die in the resurrection, whose husband is married to this lady? And, and the thing about it is that they didn't believe in the resurrection. So they're saying, this proves that the resurrection can't happen because this doesn't make sense. And here's what Jesus says to them. Jesus says, are you not therefore mistaken because you don't know the scriptures? Nor the power of God. For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. That's pretty cool, by the way. When we, when we go up to heaven, there's going to be a whole other level of existence. But concerning the dead that they rise, have you not read in the book of Moses in the burning bush passage? <laughs> He's telling you, dude, you don't remember what the Bible says? <laughs> you don't remember what the Bible says? How God spoke saying, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. So when God was talking to Moses, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had already died. And he says, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He, I'm not the God of dead people. I'm the God of the living people. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. You are therefore mistaken because you don't know the word of God. Hey, if you are going to be a difference maker, you have to direct all these conversations about all the stuff you get in discussions with people about.
to the word of God. What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say about relationships? What does the Bible say about racism? What does the Bible say about death? What does the Bible say about money? What does the Bible say about jealousy, envy, forgiveness, sin, heaven, and hell? Do you know? Or is it just your own opinion? And if you listen to the conversations people have about all these things in the world, if you listen to your own conversations, how much is it based on your opinion? How much is it based on gossip? How much is it based on the media, your media outlet, that media outlet, political views? Or how much is it based on what God said? Number three, <laughs> and this is the cool part. Like Jesus, we multiply disciples by entrusting them to the Holy Spirit. By entrusting them to the Holy Spirit. Why is this important? It's because we have the Bible, but when we ask Christ to be our Savior, the Holy Spirit lives in us. And guess what? He knows all this. <laughs> he wrote it. And he knows it in end some. It's the Holy Spirit that makes us come alive. It's the Holy Spirit that opens our eyes up to what it means in our lives today. It's the Holy Spirit that whispers God's voice in our heart today, right now, in the moment. It's the Holy Spirit that gives us the words to say in the moment. It's the Holy Spirit that heals people through us in the moment. It's the Holy Spirit that helps us understand how, how God's power and his invisible attributes are clearly seen in what God made. It's the Holy Spirit that empowers us and to hear God, understand God, receive his word. And the courage to walk in obedience. I want to read something to you before I get there. Let me, I'm going to read a list of the things the Holy Spirit gives us. The Spirit of, the Holy Spirit is our helper. He's a spirit of truth. He's a spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, and the fear of God. Those are just some. But the, let me read them again. This has to do with, remember, the word of God is how God guides us, how he communicates us, and how he guides us through his communication. Well, it's the Holy Spirit who is, helps us in that process. It's the Holy Spirit who tells us the truth. It's the Holy Spirit and guides us into truth. It's the Holy Spirit that is wise. He's a spirit of wisdom. He's also a spirit of understanding. It's a spirit of counsel. It's a spirit of knowledge and the spirit of fear of God. It's one thing to know what this says. Don't mean you understand it. Doesn't mean you have the courage to obey it or the power to obey it. The Spirit puts all that together. So you may know the Bible and still be a knucklehead because you can't obey it. You have no love. You have no patience. You have no grace in your life. It's all knowledge. The Bible says, <laughs> the Word of God, that knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Knowledge makes you prideful. The Bible also says pride comes before a fall, but humility comes before honor. So be careful about saying, I know all this information. The gospel is not about information. It's about a relationship with a person. And when you have the Holy Spirit in your life, that's your relationship. That's the kind of with the relationship with the person. You ask Christ to be your Savior, Christ is in heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father. It's the Spirit of God, all Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all one. It's the Spirit of God that lives in you. And it's the Spirit of God that empowers you and enlightens you and helps you understand what this is. And helps you understand how to live it and how to uh, explain it, how to share it, how to display it, how to glorify God in your life. So don't get so hung up on I got information. You need revelation and inspiration. Now, guess what else the Bible says? And I know the Holy Spirit is able to speak to you right now that God loves you. 
And you may, be, you may be that person that feels like, man, I've done all this bad in my life and I've cursed God, turned my back on God, walked, on my own, walked away from God. And yet, for some reason, when someone tells you God loves you, you want to believe it. And this little spirit says, I do love you. Now, it's not in the book. Matter of fact, I, I can't tell you how many times when I say it's not in the book, your name is not in this book. And God saying to you, all this you have done, boom, 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 I forgive you by name is not in this book. The fact that God says he wants to forgive you, yes. But I can't tell you how many times I've been speaking and people say, you were talking to me. Well, one, I was not talking to them. The spirit of God was. This is what they said. Someone was talking the word, a word, communication to me. And you know what that someone was saying? I love you. I know what you've been through. It's going to be okay. Those words aren't in the Bible, but the spirit of those words are in the Bible. The meaning of those words are absolutely in the Bible. God does love you. God does know what you've been through. God know, here's what they were saying. Even though you did blankety blank last night, I still love you. Well, you doing blankety blank last night is not in the Bible, but the spirit of it is. Because God says if you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive you. And cleanse you of all unrighteousness. And he will separate your sin as far as the east is from the west. Whatever your sin is. It's the Holy Spirit that comes and says, I know what your sin is. I know who you did it with. I know who you're doing it with right now. It's the Holy Spirit. Because the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit all work together. And they all communicate the same thing. Because they are one. And here's one thing you need to know. Right now, God wants you to know. He wants to communicate to you. He loves you. He's got an amazing plan for your life. But you need to surrender your life to him because he's not going to do it your way. He's only going to do it his way. And so I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And the prayer is simply you saying, God, God, I admit that I'm a sinner. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I believe that Jesus died and rose from the dead for me. And I commit my life to him. I commit my life to him. And by the way, this prayer is not written in the Bible just like that. But the spirit of it is absolutely in the Bible. But God knows the intent of your heart. Just like we communicate, he communicates. So I'm going to ask you to bow your heads, close your eyes. Lord, thank you that you have a way of communicating so clearly that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, somebody other than the speaker on the stage is communicating to us. I thank you that you made us in your image so we can hear you, understand you, walk with you, obey you. If you understand God loves you, has an amazing plan for your life, and you want to give your life to him, pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart. Pray, dear God, I believe you love me. I believe you died on the cross for me and rose from the dead. I commit my life to you. I ask you to forgive me of my sin. Fill me with the Spirit of God. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, by asking Christ to be your Savior, you now have a relationship with Jesus. Now, you need to read this book. You need to walk in the Spirit of God. 
You need to ask God to show you all the things he's done in your life. And by the way, one of the things that God, ways he communicates to you is through the circumstances of your life. He has used all the circumstances in your life to communicate to you that you can't do it by yourself. <laughs> he can communicate to you all kinds of ways. And every single way will be consistent with what he wrote here. It's a relationship. If you want us to help you in your relationship, text SAVE to 52525 or text GROUPS to 52525 if you want to get in a group. Either way, we want to help you in your relationships. You can understand what God is saying to you. God bless you. Next week, we're going to continue the series. Let's make a difference, church. God bless you.